Hello, people, and welcome to Nerd Talk. This is my podcast. I am the real comic book gamer, and with me is my co-host, John. That, that, that was very enthusiastic. Why, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we're going to be talking about very a good. bunch of different stuff today. Main topic is going to be the, the different relationship that Joker and Batman has compared to, like, say, Superman, Lex Luthor, or Flash and Captain Cold, but let's get into one of the smaller topics so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about most useless superhero. My most useless superhero is Jubilee. I think Jubilee was just a terrible superhero. I don't know why people liked her in the 90s uh, X-Men show. She's terrible. All she did was shoot out fireworks and just useless. Because a lot of people think Aquaman, Ant-Man, no. Jubilee was way more useless than any of those guys. So who's your most useless superhero? Um, my most useless one is Matter Eater Lad. Oh, Matter Eater Lad. He was kind of cool in the Legion of Superheroes TV show. They used him well. Matter Eater Lad could at least... Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, but if you put the two of them in a fight... He could try to eat a villain? He can eat Matter, so... He could try to eat a... Well, also, I'm talking about, like, most useless superhero, as in... Uh, not like those one-shot appearances for people that are thinking about, what about the guy who had the power to just take off his own arm and the guy who could turn into ice cream? Talking about, like, legit superheroes. Like, Matter Eater Lad was a part of the Legion of Superheroes for a good amount of time. Yeah, but the only thing he could try to do, if there was a villain, he could try to eat them, but there's going to be a really small chance if that ever happens. Yeah, but if if their power involved, like, throwing matter at someone, they could, you know, he he, he could deflect it. By eating it. Now, if you put the two of them in a fight, oh. fireworks versus matter eater lad, I'm trying to think of how that would go. Okay, say they're like in um, a city, a city like New York City rooftop. I don't know how that fight would go because one can eat matter and the other can shoot fireworks. Maybe she would blind him, like kick him in the nuts, and then like toss him off the rooftop. I don't know because matter eater lad generally, I think, has those sunglasses, so I don't know if the uh, if the fireworks would really work. He would probably eat the fireworks and try to eat her. Yeah, could he eat the fireworks that they're generated from her hand? See, these are the hard hitting questions. Probably if he if he eats um fences and dirt and all of that, he might be able to survive. Yeah, you just like that'd be hilarious seeing her like fire <laughs> shooting fireworks at him and him just like swallowing all of them. Then I guess he'd just go and eat her. She always wore that stupid costume, too, with, like, the yellow raincoat. Gosh, I hate Jubilee. I was like, why is she in this show? She's terrible in the comics, too. Just no point to her. Kitty Pryde was so much better. Because they tried to add um, What were you saying? Stone Boy. Stone Boy. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's so many. Uh, What about useless villain, though? I'm trying trying to think of the most useless villain. Because Killer Moth got a New 52 uh, redo, and he's awesome in the New 52. If you read the Green Arrow comics uh, by Jeff Lemire, he he redid uh, Killer Moth, and Killer Moth was awesome in that. He had this whole, like, sort of Um, steampunk look-ish. He had, like, a mohawk. He looked awesome. Mine would be Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. (laughs) You can just point at, like, any Silver Age Batman villain and be like, yep, that's the most useless (laughs) supervillain of all time. Because he has so many. <laughs> he had, like, what was it, Zebra Man? My gosh, Batman. <laughs> of course, that was the time when Batman would dress up in a different color outfit every night. <laughs> so, 
I don't know what was and going also, on. Also, Condiment King. Oh yeah, Condiment King. They they put him in like a Batman three. <laughs> yeah, Matter Eater Lad versus stupid. Condiment King should be a villain for Matter Eater Lad. You know how perfect <laughs> that would be. <laughs> the showdown of the century. That's what DC needs to do in Convergence. Give us a mini series of Matter Eater Lad versus Condiment King. That would just be perfect. Of all the people, no one cares. <laughs> Hey, that was so great! I buy a... it. <laughs> oh my gosh, who? How did that get passed as a villain and a superhero? Who thought of that? Well, Condiment King was, you know, back in the day. I got to see when Matter Eater Lad was uh, was created. Cause I remember the first time I saw Matter Eater Lad was on the Legion of Superheroes TV show, which I actually liked. It was probably the best animated representation of Superman on in TV. Cause Superman the animated series, he was the weakest person in the world. Same with Justice League. Justice League had some bright spots. Same with Superman the animated series, but most of the time, Superman was just terrible in those shows. Unlike Batman, Batman was great. Yeah, and with Condiment King, who would think of shooting ketchup and mustard at like, say, like? Superman or Flash. What's it gonna do? (laughs) Hey, can make Flash slip. You never know. (laughs) Try to think of. um, Matter Eater Lad would start eating it. Matter Eater Lad came out in 1962. It came out like the same time around uh, that Spider Man came out. I just Googled him, and the thing is, he's just eating some iron bars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, at least he's. Oh, wait, what about Bouncy Ball Boy? I forgot about him. He was part of Legion of Superheroes as well. Bouncy oh, Ball gosh. Boy. I seriously, though, I think he could beat Jubilee and uh, Matter Eater Lad because he could just bounce yeah, around just and smash him. But what if uh, yeah. what if Matter Eater Lad ate him? I don't know. That would... He'd pop. <laughs> that would be the goriest comic ever. Like, he's just going around, <laughs> just smashes... Uh, Jubilee, just completely blood splatter, and then he goes <laughs> to kill uh, kill <laughs> Matter Eater Lad. Matter Eater Lad just eats him like pop, blood and guts everywhere. What about DC? What about to... Doorman? Doorman? Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know who Doorman is. You know, oh, his power is he teleports people, but only from one room to the next. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I've heard of him. <laughs> Yeah, there are just so many useless superheroes. But man, DC it, should hire us as writers. Condiment King versus Matter Eater Lad—they never would have thought of that. The only thing um, Doorman would be good for is like if you have to go to the bathroom. But think, Matter Eater Lad want to get up. Matter Eater Lad could eat straight through that door. Oh yeah, true. Jubilee would be stuck shooting fireworks <laughs> at it. Wouldn't do anything. If it was a wooden door, maybe it'd catch on fire eventually. And Bouncy Ball Boy <laughs> would just bounce off it. Here is the worst one, I think. Thunderer. Thunderer? Yes. What, what's his power? Can he just he make the noise really of loudly. Thunder? Oh, how's that? <laughs> <laughs> Into a microphone. <laughs> is he a DC or Marvel? <laughs> Let me check. Um, oh, it doesn't say. It says none. <laughs> if we're talking like legit superheroes, I actually stayed around for longer than like a year. Jubilee, Matter Eater Lad, and Bouncy Ball Boy. I forgot about how many useless heroes were in uh, Legion of Superheroes. 
That show was good too. Did you watch it? The TV show for it? Yeah, I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it, but yeah, the one parts I did watch was really good. It was weird because they Just had the superheroes were eh. very unfamiliar. Yeah, besides Superman, and it was, it was pretty cool because in yeah. season two they even brought in Imperiex. They made him like a yeah. like a galactic samurai, which was a little different. Then they had the whole clone of Superman. The show only got like two seasons, and they don't even have the seasons collected. You have to buy volumes, which really sucks. Yeah, like um, Young Justice. Well, Young Justice getting collected in season. Season one's out. I don't know if season two is out yet. I gotta get the Spectacular Spider-Man complete se- uh, series because season two is only available on Blu-ray with the complete series. I've seen every episode. What happened? By what happened to Ultimate Spider-Man Waitable Warriors? Oh, gosh. Ultimate Spider-Man. This show is so bad. I just... It went from Spectacular Spider-Man... What don't you like about it? It's it's a humor show. Why why would you try to make it a comedy? True. Spectacular Spider-Man like, was just my favorite. It's the only show that... uh Well, animated superhero show that I like better than Batman the Animated Series. It's so good. I, yeah, I like Batman a lot. That was awesome. Batman the Animated Series was great, but I prefer uh, Sp- Spectacular Spider-Man. I just think it, I I prefer it. I could understand if uh, if someone liked Batman the Animated Series better because it was amazing too. They're both great, but I just preferred Spectacular Spider-Man. The '90s Spider-Man show was good too. Like it, yeah. it was really good. Yeah, but yeah, that's that was my favorite one. I thought Spectacular. I just was remember better. always watching it. Like the voice uh, acting. I, I watched Spectacular. Yeah, true. And how they like... I just like the 90s design better. I didn't really care for the animation too much. It was a little stiff at times. It was sort of like the 90s X-Men animation. If you watch the action scenes in that, it's, uh... They don't hold up too well today. Yeah. What what was that, um, futuristic Spider-Man show? That was terrible. Oh, the one with, like, the CGI? The, like, all... With Neil Neil uh, Patrick Harris as Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't... I don't know if that was was a good show or not. I couldn't stand it. Same oh, no. with Beware the Batman, Green Lantern, the animated series. They went all CGI. It's just like, I can't stand it. Those, those were terrible. And DC wonders why their shows get canceled. They put them on, like, Saturday mornings <laughs> with CGI. It's like, the people that are going to watch this don't want to wake up at, like, 10 in the morning on a Saturday and watch a CGI fest. It's just... Yeah, nah. Because if you look at Clone just... Wars, that was on, uh, I believe, the majority of the Friday. time. Yeah, I think it was on, like, a weeknight. And that made it, like, five yeah. seasons. <laughs> so, yeah, it made six. Well, yeah, that's the They released the a Netflix. six, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, a Netflix exclusive, and then they, I think they're releasing a DVD now. I haven't watched Star Wars Rebels either, because that animation looks terrible, too. Yeah, I haven't either. I heard it was good, though. Clone Wars was the only show that I could really take the CGI animation. Even then, I'd prefer different animation, but better than nothing. Yeah. I, I didn't watch every bit of it, but I mean, I watched here and there. I just didn't stay on it forever. Yeah, it had some good parts. Like, later on, they because at first it was weird because they just, clones would come in, and cl- uh, clone life was like a normal life. Like, I remember Mace Windu specifically going to save this trap clone. It was like, he never did that in the movies. He didn't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, every clone, every time, like, a clone was injured, it was like, oh, my gosh, is it going to live or not? Oh, my gosh. And people would just, like, freak yeah, no, out. And like, then, and the then movies, like, they don't care. And then later on, like, season four and, like, season five, clones were dying left and right. It was it was brutal. <laughs> but I liked it. That, that's the problem with having a uh, 
a kid show. Same with what's uh, Wolverine in a kid show. Everyone loves the '90s X-Men series. It wasn't bad, but Wolverine in a kid show is just not good because every time he fights someone yeah. who's not a robot, he has to have his claws in, and it's just retarded. I hated the. It's like. I I hated the X Men uh, Evolution show because I didn't like the designs for the uh, characters. I never actually saw that one. People said it was good. I watched. I was like, I just can't get over the designs. That's the problem. Like animation, there's too many times where like, hey, the show's good, but the animation's not too great. And like Evolution's animation wasn't too bad, but the designs were pretty bad. Yeah, sometimes it makes me wonder how stuff gets passed at the studio. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I, I don't like, even. Wait, what? I just don't understand. Just people are stupid. I don't know how Ultimate Spider-Man has still gone around. Spectacular Spider-Man could have made it, but Disney wanted it canceled because it wasn't part of Disney. It it made its way to Disney, but that's because it came from another network, and they didn't like that. So that's why they canceled it. Because that could have made Ultimate Spider-Man's been making it like what it's on its like what third season now I think yeah third it's ridiculous Spectacular yeah, Spider-Man had yeah. one season on like the C uh, it was what was it the CW's like Saturday morning channel and then it had uh, its season on Disney XD and then it got canceled which was ridiculous it's such a good show so mad about yeah, that yeah uh, they just didn't care I guess. But DC's been doing pretty good with their live-action shows. Flash yeah. has been pretty good, besides uh, the fact that they make him retarded during fights. Throw a billy club! Yeah. I just, I just yeah. start dying laughing when he's fighting Pied Piper. Instead of punching him in the face, like, you know what I'll do? I'll take the billy club out of that, po- out of that cop's holster and throw it at the guy, because I'm the Flash. There's one thing the Flash is known for, it's for throwing billy clubs. <laughs> So what do you think about Arrow now? Arrow's been pretty good. My problem is, like, they they're, they haven't been very good with their female characters lately. Like, Moira was great. I liked Sarah. And now, like, uh, Felicity, they're making Felicity annoying. She's being, she's becoming, like, too, I don't, I don't know what's the right word. Yeah, she's. Too uppity now. Dumb. Like, uh, and Laurel, I've always hated Laurel. And Laurel cannot talk without tears in her eyes. She can't. Every time she has a conversation with someone, there's tears in her eyes, and it's just, it's another aspect that makes her even more annoying. She's just, ugh. But the more Diggle and Oliver, the better. Like, Diggle just makes everything better. That last bromance moment was fantastic when they were in the, uh, when they were in Raish's prison. He's like, I want you to be my best man if we make it out of here. It was like, oh, that was, that was like the best moment in a while. Season three's been pretty good, though. Yeah. They've definitely uh, made Rachel Ghoul a lot better than he is in the comics. In the comics, he, he was he was a cool villain, but anyone could go over there and kick his butt. <laughs> I mean, Nightwing yeah. did it. Uh, what Tim Drake stood a chance until he got like kicked out a window by Rachel Ghoul. Batman's done it. Like in uh, in Hush, it was a cool fight, but Rach didn't stand a chance when like in Hush when he yeah. flew over there. It's like, did you have anything to do with Tommy Lloyd's death? Beat the living tar out of him like. Three panels. Nightwing, he sent all those League of Assassins guys after Nightwing. Nightwing beat the crap out of them. Flew over there, beat the crap out of them in a sword fight, and was like, don't, just don't mess with me, Ray. She's like... <laughs> and then an arrow, he's not like that at yeah, all. He's, he's a God, force to be he... reckoned with. 
He's he really cool. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been awesome in Arrow. Are you caught um, up on Arrow? Um, yeah, I am. It took me a while. Yeah, I can't wait. Like, what are you saying? I had to literally wait. I just finished it like two days ago. <laughs> we caught up just in I time. caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I think Roy's going to leave time. the show. Did you see like the social media yeah. accounts of, oh, yeah. uh, what was it, Stephen Amell, Colton Haynes, and Will Holland? Like, Col- uh, Colton Haynes and Stephen Amell both said it's been sad, like someone had to leave, goodbyes are always hard. And then Will Holland is getting fit for a mask, so she's going to become speedy. And I think she's going to become speedy because Roy's going to leave. I don't think Roy's going to die, though. I think Raish is going to cut off his arm and he's going to leave because that's going to be just a throwback to Arsenal. And that's what I think is going to happen. Because if you look at that preview, there's a part where Roy is um is on the ground uh, in the arrow cave with the gun pointed up. Actually, maybe Nessa will cut off his arm because Nessa's there and she got freed by Speedy, well, by Thea. So yeah. she might cut off his arm because he's in the arrow cave with a gun pointed at whoever's uh above him. So I don't know who that would be. Probably Nessa, unless Raish flew over to uh <laughs> yeah. Also, man, Arrow's been copying Batman so bad lately, even worse than before. I mean, before it was like you know Arrow show with with Batman villains trying to make Oliver like Bruce. Now <laughs> Raish wants yeah. Oliver to take his place. It's even more so than before. They're running out of ideas, it seems. Oh, that, like, they screwed up Count Vertigo in season one. Count Vertigo is just... Oh. oh. That, the guy who played him is like, I modeled him after Heath Ledger's Joker. It's like, you retard. <laughs> He's nothing like Joker. Count Vertigo is nothing like Joker. The second Count Vertigo I actually liked, he wasn't... Exactly, the comics version of Count Vertigo, but he was much better than the first guy. First guy's terrible. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they did. Seal, Seal, I do not understand how it got passed. But you know, they have money; they throw it. This, this was weird because these are the guys who made the Green Lantern movie. They, they know how to make yeah, good TV shows, but man, when it comes to <sighs> movies, just guess not. <laughs> Blame Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds did good in the movie. Just yeah. every like Mark Strong was good as Sinestro and that was about it. Everything yeah, else I remember. was bad. Uh Blake Lively was, really was hot but not good as Carol. She was a hot <laughs> Carol. She was the best part of that movie. She wasn't in it very much though. Her acting wasn't too great, but man. <laughs> it was nice seeing her on screen. <laughs> I remember Sinestro being, like, spot on. Yeah, Sinestro was awesome. Like, those two seconds where they were training, that was the, like, probably the only good part of the movie was the two seconds where Sinestro came in there and started training Hal. That was awesome. Besides the fact that Hal's supposed to have a a strong will, and Sinestro just broke him in two seconds. Sinestro was great, though. Mark Strong needs to be in more stuff. He's great as Sinestro. I really hope he comes back. He had, like, the perfect voice, the look, and everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. He was good in the Sherlock Holmes movie too. As a, I don't remember the name of the villain. He was good in that though. I don't remember the name. Oh, of... I never saw that. You didn't see the either of the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Um, I saw a little bit of it, but I haven't really watched. It. I'm not a big Sherlock Holmes guy. Well, he's the villain in the first one. Uh... The guy who makes it, who made those movies, is now making uh, what's called 
Man from Uncle with Henry Cavill. We get to be see Superman, be something else. It's so weird whenever I watch an interview with Henry Cavill because he's just so British. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's got that yeah, really – like not just a British accent but like a really more fancy British accent. So much different than his normal voice. It's like like yeah, same with Paul Blackthorne, the guy who plays uh, Detective Lance on Arrow. It just sounds so much different, yeah. and like the speech changes so much. But it, it, it's just weird. Yeah. See how good of a voice. Like you look up to them, you think they're American and everything. <laughs> it's like your friend, Trey. He's like, "Hello, I'm very proud to be here today." Well, never mind. <laughs> So it's just like, that's what it is for you? When an actor like, you're British, I'm done with you. I thought you were all Merc and July 4th and all that. <laughs> <laughs> you traitor. I'm like, how can you be him and not be American? <laughs> the best Supermans, uh, well, the best superheroes are not American. Look, Christian Bale's not American, great Batman. Yeah. Henry Cavill's not American, great Superman. Um, who else was there? No, there's more. How can I only name two? Ben Affleck is 100% American. 100% Boston. <laughs> what? Oh, man, I'm trying to think of... Who else? I know there's more. Why am I, like, freaking out on this? What other British actors um, are there that have played superheroes? Because as we see with the Batmans, Michael Keaton was good, but he played a murderer running around in a bat suit, so not Batman. <laughs> that wasn't really his fault, though. Um, George Clooney was bad. Val Kilmer was bad. Christian Bale was great. He was the perfect Bruce Wayne. Like, the, the absolute perfect oh, Bruce um, Wayne. Well, uh, Oh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he was, he was good. Terrible Peter Parker, good Spider-Man. Not necessarily his fault, yeah. again. He was being told to act like that. He was the cool hipster Peter Parker, <laughs> not the nerd Peter Parker. Everyone wants him back, but he ain't coming back. Like and I, I can Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. He, well, he's playing yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. The problem with like everyone's like Andrew Garfield needs to come back. Then I heard about the whole him standing up the CEO of Sony with like only an hour's notice. It's like you don't do that if you want to play Spider Man. You don't do that. It's like his I own dumb like fault. I like Tobey Maguire way better. Tobey Maguire, I do too. I think, like, there's too much criticism on him because of the whole fact that, um... All his faces. <laughs> that, but it's also not his fault. Like, the same thing with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield's being told to act like that. Same with Peter Parker. People are like, he didn't have enough one-liners. He's That's not his job to ad-lib. Someone is supposed to tell him, yeah, hey, you no. need to act like this, you need to uh, do this. That's not his fault. He he was a great Peter Parker. He was a good Spider-Man. But, uh, you know, the director, Sam Raimi, was telling him, hey, you know, you're not the sarcastic Spider-Man. He was telling him how to act. It wasn't like, Especially oh, go be sarcastic Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire's just like, no, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to cry a lot. <laughs> Still, no one has Especially cried. Especially in the third one. Oh, yeah. The third one was crazy. That movie was terrible. Sam Raimi did not lot, want a lot of those things. And... <laughs> Came uh, out dancing. Still, no one has cried as much as Anakin in the Star Wars movies. Well, the prequels. <laughs> My gosh, there was so much crying in those movies. 
especially the third one when he's supposed to be like you know this this like force to be reckoned with. He's turning into Evil. Darth Vader. Yeah. This is the coming of Darth Vader. But nope, he <laughs> he just cries a lot. You brought him here to kill me. You turned her against me. You have done that yourself. You McGregor needs to be a superhero. Well, there needs to be yeah. a standalone Obi Wan movie. I want that. We'll probably talk yeah, about Star Wars in a separate podcast, so I don't want to talk too much about that because we could talk all about spinoffs and everything. Yeah, he he was up for he Doctor Strange. Really he was that up would for... be good. If yeah, they dyed his hair black. Yeah, and then that, that, that's the thing with the with DC. DC will not have their characters dye their hair. Just look at Flash. No, he he's a brunette. They won't make him dye it blonde. <laughs> Supergirl, new reveal. She's a brunette. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Mel as uh, well Oliver Queen, brunette. It it doesn't make any sense because look at Steve Rogers for Marvel. Uh, Chris Evans, they have him dye his hair blonde for Captain America. It, it makes... Well, I think um, Stephen Amell's okay because he barely has any hair. True. Also, you can't really tell. I I can understand more Stephen Amell because he'd probably look a little weird with blonde hair, especially with that wig. Yeah. CW needs help with their wigs. Like, the episode with Merlin, when he had a wig in the flashback about his wife dying, terrible. <laughs> like, when Thea even had her wig in the flashback, it didn't look too good. CW is not good with their wigs. They are on a budget, okay? Yeah, seriously, like, every season that they go on, I was listening to, like, a podcast with Stephen Melly. He's talking about how uh, every season that they go on, like, their budget gets cut a little bit more. Because, like, hey, you're doing good. You can go with even less money now. Because, like, season one had the biggest budget. And after that, it's, like, little by little by little. Cause like I don't I don't know how because like if you look at season one, the, the island CGI was terrible. When they would have those wide yeah. shots, like the George Lucas style wide shots of uh, the island, yeah. it was terrible. In the episode two, it started. They were so like, proud. <laughs> it was terrible. Later on, the CGI didn't look as bad. Arrow just needs to not use so yeah, much. Yeah, because they didn't have like a. Whole space to fill, I guess. Yeah. G- Gorilla Grodd CGI was really good in Flash, though. Yeah, that... I thought it was going to be terrible. So did I. And then we saw I was like, oh, he actually looks good. Just like uh, Firestorm. Decent for a TV show. Yeah, Firestorm looked good flying and everything. Yeah. So now I have more confidence in Supergirl, especially because Supergirl is going to be on CBS. Because it's weird, CW, yeah. compared to all the other networks. Because all the other networks, is like, we need, like, 10 million viewers. CW is like, we get 2 million. We're happy. <laughs> Seriously, Flash got, like, 4 million. That they, They're, like, so excited. Because Flash were... got so many views. But if you compare... <laughs> like, Constantine money. was getting, like, I think, like, 7, 8 million views. Great numbers for CW, but for NBC, not so much. Uh, they're just... They're happy with what they get, okay. Yep. Marvel needs to step it up with their shows. Agents of Shield. Agents of <sighs> That's terrible. I I and I, I watched like one episode of season two of Agents of Shield, didn't like it, because people are like, Hey, it's better now in season two. I was like, Okay, I'll go watch it. Nope. And then Agent Carter Yeah. Who <sighs> Yeah, I, 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 I watched an episode of Agent Carter and I was like this this still feel that for some reason like the best way for me to describe uh the ABC Marvel shows is cardboard. That's like just the word yeah. that comes to mind when I'm like how to describe a show cardboard. <laughs> like I heard a uh, Agent Carter was actually pretty good, but I watched the first episode. I was like I don't really care. It's better than Agents of Shield. That's like, for sure. Yeah, I watched like two seconds of it. and I was like ah, I'm good. <laughs> 
Especially, I'm excited for Daredevil, though. Daredevil and Luke Cage, because they say that's more yeah. for a more mature audience, which is something that Marvel is severely lacking. And so I can't wait and for it that. it is on Netflix. Yeah. So that should be really good. It's not so, done by ABC. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just need to stay away from I ABC. more. ABC's just not good. It's just because ABC's owned by Disney. So they're like, hey, we'll throw it on there. Nope, don't do it. Gotham, I heard, has been I pretty good. I will save this. I heard Gotham's yeah, been pretty good it, lately. It has, I watched, like, I the... I barely f- watched the first season. I watched, like, I the first two episodes. I watched the first two episodes, and I, it was, like, so cartoony. Like, I watched an episode with, um, with, like, the Dollmaker's henchmen. They were, like, cartoons. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I heard... Yeah. I watched that whole clip of the Joker, though, that one kid that's supposed to be, like, one of the Jokers. Yeah, he was good. He was great. Like, he was fan- yeah. he, he did a good combination of Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill. I thought it was great. Yeah. That's really good. And um, the Red Hood stuff right now is really good, too. I saw a clip in like that one. Like, leaving the Red Hood, yeah. And that Red leaving Hood. Leaving his mask everywhere. I don't know what happened with that. I, I, like I said, I've been watching Gotham, but I saw a clip, and the guy playing Red Hood was... It seemed terrible in that clip. I don't know how he was yeah, for the rest of the episode. The way they've built it up to it is really good. Like, every murder or crime they've gone to, there's been a red hood. And they always pick it up, and it's like a sign of him, and then, you know, they finally find him. Oh, that sounds And it was cool. alright. How's Fish Mooney been lately? Because when I watched it, Fish, I hated Fish <laughs> Mooney. He's getting better. She... But, I mean, he's... Yeah, I mean she she's getting better. Uh, but he's um, good. <laughs> she looks like a man. <laughs> Don't tell well, Will Smith that. She's <laughs> she's getting better, and but I mean I don't like her that much. She's okay though. Penguin was cool. I just hate Penguin's hair. Penguin's like design is stupid. The guy who plays him is good. Fat. <laughs> That's because it's the origin. Also. I'm glad this isn't connected to like the, the movie universe because otherwise every Batman villain would be like twenty well would be like ten years older than him. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't get what the point of a young Poison Ivy is. Young Catwoman makes sense. Young Poison Ivy, there's it's just stupid. Yeah. And like everyone the else, is so much the older. Than <laughs> the origin you always wanted he to eats know. Food. Evolving he eats food fish and gets moon. fat. <laughs> Oh, maybe it'll lead into the Danny DeVito penguin where he just eats people's faces. Penguin was creepy and weird. I know. We were seeing that because I was like, I like the first Batman film. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I didn't understand it. And then when I watched the second one, like Batman murdered Catwoman a bunch of times and then she came back to life. (laughs) Danny DeVito was eating people's faces. That was just a weird movie. I guess we should start talking about Joker and Batman. So that was supposed to be a main yeah. topic. Now, what's really interesting about them that separates them from, like, everyone else is Joker is truly better than Batman. Because if you look at Superman Likes Luthor, Flash, and Captain Cold, they are better than their arch nemesis. But if you look at Batman and Joker, Joker's better than Batman. What I mean by that is Joker has beaten Batman so many times and could have killed him but chose not to because he wants to do it his specific way and in certain variations he wants to make a better Batman he believes by testing him he's making a better Batman because we've seen he could have done what he did to Jason Todd to Batman like um because what brought this up was I was re I was rereading Red Hood not Red Hood uh Batman R.I.P. for a review and I was like you know I've 
th- this reminds me that this has happened so many times with Batman because in that Joker drugs Batman, then like the um, the Black Glove buries him uh, under like a, only like a foot of dirt, not very uh, much, and it's like Joker could have easily killed Batman. And this isn't the first time it's happened. Yeah. There have been so many other times, like Death of the Family, and it's just so many times Joker could have killed Batman. Because in Death of the Family, there's this one part where he has Batman just, like, tied up on a bridge. He could have easily put a bullet in his head. He could have took a, taken, like, a knife and stabbed him. It's it's very, very different. Because if you look at Superman and Lex Luthor, like, pretty much every hero on the Arch Nemesis, they've like, the Arch Nemesis has had an opportunity to kill them. But majority of the time, it's like the hero's better. Not with Batman and Joker, which I thought was really interesting. And that's why that's why he's my favorite hero is that he doesn't kill. You know, it's something different. And the reason he doesn't, you know, because his parents and you know he's war and yeah, that just it's cool to see like how he overcomes like not killing him after all the things he does. My problem is. Like, like, I just talked to someone in the comments of a video about this, uh, how he has the excuse sometimes about, well, if I kill someone, you know, that's a slippery slope, I could start going killing everyone else. Like, do you have, have lack that much self-control that you can't kill one guy? Look at Superman, look at Wonder Woman. They've killed people, they're not going on murder, murder sprees as far as we know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Batman, but he kills one person. It... Don't wa- watch out. Batman kills one person, if he's he going to kill everyone. <laughs> If he did kill Joker, the only problem would be, um, yeah, you know, he wouldn't be Batman as much. I understand he why he doesn't Batman kill. It makes sense, but Batman, yeah. Joker needs to be dealt with. I understand why Batman doesn't kill, you know, 100%. But, I guess the justice system... He doesn't want... What were you he saying? doesn't want, like, his, um... You know how he felt as going through it, losing a family member. I'm guessing, you know, he doesn't want, say, like, if Joker, Harley, if he killed Joker, That's Harley not why. It's because yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, rule. <laughs> Harley's already crazy. Yeah, I know, but if she, if he did, then she would go, she'd become even crazier without him. Well, she's she's going on rampages, sort of like in Arkham s- Knight. Yeah, that's what we're going to see in Arkham Knight. But, to me, the justice system has failed so many times in Gotham, because he hasn't yeah. gotten the death penalty. He got the death penalty once in, like, the 40s, because I, I have, like, it's, like, a uh, Golden Age or, like, Silver Age comic, to where he got the death penalty on purpose. He went, he got he got in the electric chair, died, and then he had his men come in and inject him with a serum that brought him back to life. So he went around as a free man because he served a sentence. So he was able to go around, and then he, like, tried to steal stuff from Bruce Wayne, and, yeah, that ended that. He went straight back to prison. But it's like, you know, this this isn't the, the 40s anymore. Send him back to the electric chair and make sure he, no one can get to his body. Cremate him. Because seriously, how many times can you can you plead insanity? Like, oh no, I'm insane. I can't be accountable for my actions. You've killed so many people. But nope, send him back yeah, to Arkham. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I, I understand where you're coming from. But that is his one thing. That makes him really interesting. Yeah, Batman... Need- why doesn't he choose to do that? Yeah, but That's Batman... Like his- yeah, I understand why Batman himself doesn't kill him, but Batman needs to, like, take him to Texas or something, get the death penalty, <laughs> and then, like, just leave him there and be like, bye. Or, heck, like, have Wonder Woman do it. I'm sure he could take uh, Joker to, um... 
to Themyscira, and they would set up a whole, like, judge thing, like, judge and be like, you killed this many people, even though it's not their job. Wonder Woman can pull some strings, and then, bam, Joker's dead because of, like, the the Themyscira justice system. Take him to anyone. Take Go to Man of Steel universe. Have Superman snap his neck. Whatever it is, you know. <laughs> you could, um, Batman could act like he died, you know, fake to death and put, like, you know, Joker, a Joker card on the ground and Superman would come and he'd think it was Joker and then he'd go kill Joker and Batman would still be alive. It's just <laughs> oh, yeah, Superman like, who did it the whole time. <laughs> it's like, you killed him. <laughs> that, I hate it. Have you read Joker's Last Laugh? Yeah. Oh, right. And that... When Joker dies because Nightwing beats the living crap out of him, Batman comes in and resuscitates him. It's like, why, Batman? Why would you do <laughs> I understand the whole thing of, like, trying to save Dick Grayson's innocence because, you know, it's his first kill. He, Dick Grayson's going to yeah. be a little shaken up after that. But I have a feeling after, like, maybe a week, he would get over it because he did kill a murderer. But Batman's like, nope, need to resuscitate Joker. It's like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> it was like- he just died. Wait, let me save him. It was cool too, because Nightwing just beat the living crap out of him, just on top of him beating him. He's like, "No, I, I killed him." Batman comes and's like, "I'll save him. I know mouth to mouth. I know CPR." <laughs> and then he literally did it and brought Joker. Get me some water. <laughs> it's like, hold on, we need to save this life. Quick, he's him, gonna I'm... die. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like in Bane and Arkham Origins. <laughs> I gotta oh, yeah. hurry. Oh yeah, he's gonna come back and choke me. Yeah, I love how he, he doesn't want that to happen. He doesn't want Bane to die. But in, Ar- in Arkham games, you can like take a car door and smash it on someone's throat. You can hang them <laughs> upside down by their ankle, like off of a gargoyle. That won't kill him because Macau says it's unconscious. I'm telling you, Alfred just sets it to say unconscious. Like, Alfred goes and Mexicans with Detective Vision, like, say unconscious, so Batman's just murdering everyone. It's like, ha, I knocked them all out. Like, Alfred sends up a cleanup crew for all the pe- dead people. I'm coming. <laughs> he has to hide all this stuff from Batman. Batman's just like a child. <laughs> oh, wham! All right, Master Bruce. Good job knocking them out today, yeah. and they're all, like, dead. And <laughs> yeah, like, their heads are on backwards. Like, school split. It's like, good job. Their good bodies th- are in half. And- <laughs> good thing you use that 60 millimeter cannon on your Batmobile. You know, otherwise, these guys <laughs> might be dead. <laughs> it's a lethal <laughs> suppressor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, non-lethal suppressor. You see the, um, was I think it was Outside Xbox did it. They did a video of, like, five times Batman has murdered people in the Arkham games. It was, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. When uh, they they show an arc of night, when when he takes a guy's head, shoves it into an electrical socket, he punch, oh, yeah. he punches that one guy up in the air, and then a concussion grenade comes and just smacks him straight in the head. However, non lethal that's like a football. Football is non lethal, but if you uppercut someone ten feet in the air and then throw a football at their head, it's not going to be too pretty. <laughs> like just take a Nerf football, uppercut someone ten feet in the air, and then throw a Nerf football at their head. <laughs> Normally it's non-lethal, but I think they're gonna have some serious brain damage after that. Alfred, 
Alfred drugged him and switched out his gadgets with like katanas and knives and stuff. And every time he takes a gadget out and throws it, like chops one's head off. Throws a couple. Oh, how how do you take a whole katana? He's like justice. <laughs> justice will be served. How do you... <laughs> it's like flying. I think oh, I would I'd love to see Batman just throwing katanas at guys. It's like these are the skills I learned in the mountains. Wow. <laughs> You only have seconds to run. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you five seconds to get out of dodge. Go. See this guy running, then Batman just throws like five katanas at him. Oh god, no, Batman! <laughs> he like pulls out a gun and shoots his leg. He's like, keep crawling. <laughs> See, Robin? That's He's justice. Like... <laughs> He's like, Alfred, I thought that was a flashbang. <laughs> a flashbang. Batman now carries around flashbangs. <laughs> It's like the the smoke. I love the how the smoke works in the Arkham games because you just throw a smoke grenade down. And it's like everyone's like, "Oh no, where'd he go?" You throw it down in multiplayer. Everyone's just like, "You know what? <laughs> Keep firing at the same spot. You're dead." It doesn't work. I swear it came from over there. <laughs> yeah, throw it down. I remember what? that in the first one. The first yeah. one in there was they did that all the time in the Asylum. I saw came from over there. I don't know how we started talking about the Arkham games. <laughs> Asylum. Well, I loved the fact that they had the booby trap gargoyles because that made you think on your feet like mid game. Yeah. Because like up until then, it's like this is easy. One gargoyle to the next, and then they just took that off, and I was like, "What am I gonna do?" <laughs> like playing with Joker in the challenge maps was hard because he couldn't be moving with the tech division on. He couldn't go on gargoyles. And, it, and he he could yeah. shoot people. That was the one thing he could do. He had like two bullets. So you but had, only had one bullet. Yeah. Yeah, you had or like ten or one. You had two bullets, but it, you know it was only one shot at a time. Okay. Yeah. So you had like two automatic people as, as long as your aim wasn't completely terrible. Yeah, I would not expect them to do that. How about because of how big Asylum and the Arkham games are now? But I didn't think they were thought it was going to do that good. So they just threw in Joker to, like, get, you know, more people. Like, oh, I'm playing Joker? What? Yeah, but it was a, a PlayStation exclusive for, like, the Game of the Year edition yeah. or something. Well, no, it came out, like, DLC, I think. And then Game of the Year edition. Yeah, it came out. Uh, except it was, like, only PS3, but then the Mac version came with it. And then through the Mac version, you could take the files from there and put them on PC. And you can mod it so you play as Joker. And so and Xbox was the, the only one that couldn't thing. do it. I hate Sony having no. all the freaking exclusives. Give PC yeah. some love. <laughs> Even though, uh, like that, like the Azrael challenge maps, uh, well, not Azrael. Yeah, yeah, the Azrael challenge maps uh, were, uh, were able to take to Origins through, like, a mod. Mr. Jack was able to do that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and the skins. Yeah. Well, for multiplayer, not able for yeah. single player. So that kind of sucked. But yeah, still no, cool. I don't understand that. I don't know, man. Modding is confusing. <laughs> Yeah, but exactly I, why I don't do it. That's why I'm happy about because like people are like, is Harley gonna be free roam? Is Red Hood gonna be free roam? I was like, I, I don't know. I, well, I think Red Hood's gonna be free roam because he doesn't come with his own challenge maps. Where Harley does, if you look at the past, uh, Catwoman did not come yeah. with any challenge maps. She was free roam. Nightwing did come with challenge maps. He wasn't free roam. But it doesn't really matter to me because Mr. Jag told me that's the first thing he's gonna be doing when Arkham Knight comes out. He's like, I'm gonna make uh, those characters free roam if they're not. So. It doesn't really matter to me, but if people are 
you know, on console kind of sucks for them. Just like have Harley hop in the Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> and go to the Batcave. Go to the Batcave, like kill awesome. everyone in Arkham Manor. So, Al, so what? do you do you think um Harley Quinn is gonna be like Catwoman or is Red Hood? She's gonna uh like what do you mean playstyle? Yeah, you remember how the opening scene if you had the Catwoman DLC was Catwoman, and then uh, it kept going on and on and on. Yeah, I I, I don't. <sighs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's gonna be a part of the story like that. I think she's gonna have a separate story. I don't think it's gonna be like how Catwoman's was interwoven with Batman. I don't think Harley's is yeah. gonna be like that. I don't think Red Hood is gonna be like that. Harley's maybe, but I doubt it. I think it's just gonna be separate. It's like, hey, here you can go and play Harley's DLC. Here you go, and that's what I think's yeah, gonna I think, happen. I think we'll have Red Hood as free room, but I don't know about Harley because I don't know how she's gonna work. You know, in the big Gotham. Yeah, she's yeah. Get around. Yeah, ice cream truck, man. <laughs> <laughs> or somersaults. Lots and lots of somersaults. <laughs> See, huh? Just it's like, like doing backflips up a building. See, Harley going around. Batman's like, what is going on? <laughs> he could like shoot her with the suppressor and she just falls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going up Wayne Tower. <laughs> I love the invisible walls in the Arkham games, and when you can get past them, because you have the very like you, yeah. they they won't let you kick guys off of ledges. But once, like I had this weird glitch to where I jump down, and you know how like you'll scare some guys. Well, I jump down. Guy yeah. ran completely the other way and jumped over the ledge into the lake. It was at you know where the Grayson <sighs> where the Grayson poster is, over in Arkham yeah. City. Right there. Yeah. I went over, I scared one guy so bad, he ran off and jumped over into the lake. It's like, well, he's drowning. <laughs> it's like in Arkham Asylum, how you can knock those guys into the big pools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, Bruce Wayne ha- had to have funded that. Mr. Wayne, why do you want swimming pools in Arkham Asylum? No reason. <laughs> I just thought well, it would be a nice view for the inmates. But if you knock it on... He's like, but... It- if you beat a but guy's like skull this. in and then throw him in a pool, I think he's going to drown. He's like, in my head, Alfred's like, that's not a pool. That's a mattress where they can land safely, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Justice. <laughs> like, There's okay. like sharks in there. Yeah, splash. <laughs> om, nom, nom. That's a lousy, <laughs> ma- that's a noisy mattress. He's like, Alfred, you are killing it this year. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's like all the time I think we're gonna have for today. Where can people follow you on Twitter or wherever? Um, they can follow me at. Give me a second. You forgot the name of your Twitter handle, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Well, I. They can I'm... find me. Okay, where at? Uh, they can find me at. Uh, the true. F. R I E. True F R I E. Okay, the True Fry. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can follow the True Fry if you're interested in following him on Twitter. I'm uh, the underscore RCBG on Twitter. And uh, yeah, you know, my YouTube channel, The Real Comic Book Gamer, if you guys are listening to this on iTunes or po- uh, Podbean. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. This was our first podcast, so may have been a little rough. I know we were all over the place as far as topics, talking about literally everything. But this is our first podcast, so we'll we'll get the hang of it eventually. But yeah, I hope you guys liked it.